Hi everyone, welcome to episode 40 of Mother Industrialist live show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and author of Mother Industrialist, perfecting the balance between motherhood and business success. Welcome, welcome. So in my book, I, I've interviewed 15 mompreneurs and also featured them in my book, uh, sharing their inspiring story. Other than that, I also share with the mothers or the readers that um, you can use these three P's to kickstart your business, which is passion, purpose, and profit. So with these three P, you are you basically can kickstart your entrepreneurial journey. And uh, today is not about my about me and not about my book. And um, today I have this special guest. Uh, if you have seen all my previous episode, I've always brought a, a, a mompreneur onto the show and interview them and sh- uh, for them to share their inspiring story. And today I have really a very very special guest. I would say he's the first dad pronoun, a daddy that uh, has come onto the show. And I've met him uh, in one of the networking session, and we started to talk, started to exchange ideas. And um, little did I know that he's he's a dad and uh, with two beautiful children. He's also an entrepreneur. He has founded this uh, social media company, which is um, Social Butterfly, and. Uh, I'm really really excited and today's topic is we are going to talk about is the future of e-commerce which is Instagram. So without further ado, let us welcome Noel. Hi Noel. Hi everyone. Hi. Hi. Thanks hi, for hi, coming hi. in. Uh, thanks sure, for sure. making Thank you, time. Kind of. I know so it's, uh, it's a bit, a bit uh, a, a, like thanks for making time and I know it's a bit rushed. Uh, we finally got connected and I'm just doing some uh, check. So bringing you on live, I'm really, really glad. And you happen to be the, the first dad to know as we call it. <laughs> yeah, so excited. And the topic that we're going to talk about today is the future of e-commerce, Definitely. And which is Instagram. And yes, really yes. excited because we have been talking about this. You've been sharing a lot, a lot of things about Instagram and how is it going forward for a lot of people, especially yes. for those in business. But before we kickstart the show, there's a tradition, which is, Every guest get to post a question of the day okay. out to the audience and also to the next guest. So are you ready with the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can officially start with the show? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so the question of the day posted by the previous guest is knowing what you do now, will mm-hmm. you change anything? And if you were to change anything, and why? So I repeat again, the question of the day is knowing what you do now, Will you change anything? If yes, why? So have some time to think about it while I go on to Facebook Live and to see if our live successfully and if our audio are good to go. Then I'll come back sure. to you. And if anyone that's coming on live, I will let, let's greet them and say hi to them, alright? Sure, sure, okay. sure. So I will now I will check. Okay, I, I can hear myself. Doing good. I see people coming on live. Hi. Hi, Hi everyone. Hi, welcome. Okay. I'm trying to hear your voices. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm waiting for it because live is there's a lag on it. <laughs> okay, Cohen. Cool, cool. I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, Noel, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day so that we can kickstart with the show? Yes, I am. Okay. Give it to us. Okay. Um, your question was, if there's anything that I would do differently now, um, I think what I would do differently is um, right from the onset, I would have already gotten help from people mm. to find someone that has already known or have gone through this route before and um, probably a partner, a co-founder that can, we can work together rather than starting off alone. Mm. So um, like they say, entrepreneurship is a very lonely journey. Um, but you don't have to be alone because there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are more than willing to give help to each other like yourself, Kenneth, and myself. Mm. So um, we may not be in the same expertise, but it is always good to hear um, what the other people are, um, what they have been through and to learn from them. 
and to actually use what is their good examples, best practices for our, ourselves. So if you were to, if I were to put myself back into probably three years ago, what I would do is that I will find somebody that has gone through the same route or similar route and learn from them and find a co-partner or a co-founder in my business and we will do it out together and both preferably have to be complementing each other. What I lack for, um, the other person has to be strong with. So that's what I'll do differently. Wow, that, that, that's a very, very good um, answer uh, to the question of the day posted. And I totally agree with you that about the, uh, if, if you can do it, why not you follow someone has been have, have walked that, uh, that route, have been there, done that, and they're successful, they have overcome um, the, the beginning or, uh, from the startup. And, uh, and you talk about the co-founder, which is very, very important because uh, one person cannot do it all. And thanks for uh, answering the question of the day. And then now we can officially kickstart the show. So today's yes, topic, let's do it. Yes, and today's topic is something <laughs> that is very, very interesting, uh, something that I've been sharing with a lot of my clients. But a lot of them are still not getting it. So um, that's why I'm so excited to have you uh, who's walking the talk and uh, for you to share with us. But before we, do, we go into the topic, maybe you can do a short introduction uh, about yourself. What were you doing prior to you starting your business? And what were you, uh, what's your background like? And where are you from? And, um, and, and, and basically, why did you start your, your business? So um, sure. you can share, do, do, do a short introduction about yourself and just share with it. Sure. Um, okay, before I start, I'd like to thank Kenneth for actually inviting me to be the first debtpreneur onto this show. <laughs> uh, something very unusual, but uh, I hope going forward, there'll be more and more people like myself to be on board. Um, my name is Noel, and um, I have, prior to coming out to be an entrepreneur, I was in the banking industry for 12 years. I am an offshore banker, whereby I deal with clients, um, wealth management from overseas. So what made me move towards wanting to do uh, starting own, my own business was um, well being a salesperson and account management so on and so forth I think there will come at a point in time whereby you are uh, jaded in what you do and you want to venture out for it because day in day out I've been doing the same thing same although clients are different but the things are the same so I feel that I need something different to actually rejuvenate my you know my interests so having said that Back then, I saw certain um, gaps in um, the, the, the male fashion accessories portion. And I thought, hey, not, not much people are doing that. So why not? I just take this time, come out and do it myself. Uh, it's not difficult. It's just putting in the effort, finding the right people, finding the right suppliers, do it so and so forth, and just do it. So that's where I started my first e-commerce business. Um, and like... Many people say, but of course, that's, that's not, a, not a guideline, but many people say your first business may not turn out well. So that didn't really turn out well for me because I, I jumped in without knowing, you know, what's the market segment, so on and so forth. And I didn't really do surveys on what the interest is. And it's just purely out of passion that I felt that there was a gap. And I saw opportunity, I jumped it right in and I did it. But um, then I realized that um, along the way, uh, it's tougher to market kind of um, um, accessories or that kind of uh, niche with a low budget because there's a lot of education, a lot of understanding that's required. And along the way, I picked up skills of um, doing Instagram marketing and Facebook marketing um, over the two, and I tried and tested and it works for me. So then I realized, hey, why don't I actually help people from any, everywhere to do Instagram marketing first, to grow their accounts, to do that. And I've helped a few friends and it worked for them. And after that, you know, a friend said, hey, why not you start charging people money for it? Because this is a value added to their business and you shouldn't be doing it for free. That's where I started doing Instagram marketing and subsequently Facebook ads. And yeah, so today I, after three, two, two, um, three, three years and three to three and a half years, I, I've pivoted from my initial business I realized that that was something that's not generating enough revenue, but Instagram marketing was. So I pivoted and I started concentrating on Instagram marketing and Facebook ads. So now I have two businesses with me, but one is actually just purely doing Instagram for foreign business, like, you know, people in US, predominantly people in US, Europe, Australia. 
And um, the other one is a local company in Singapore where we do Facebook ads, content curation, and Instagram marketing for Singapore companies. And that I actually have a partner. In fact, I have two partners with me running the company because um, by the sheer work that's required, it's not possible to do it alone. That's why back to the question you asked before, if I would have done it, I would have started straight away with a few partners instead of running it myself. Mm. Yep. Wow, that, that, that is very, very interesting. And um, hearing from, from someone who's an ex-banker and moving on to something that, that why, why e-commerce, like the, the first business that you want to jump in, why isn't it something that's related to what you have done in the past or something that is close to that? Maybe you can share with us. Sure. Uh, I, I felt, okay, why I'm not doing something that's related to what I'm doing is because, um, well, in, in financial portion, there's a lot of regulations. Mm. So um, if I want to sell a certain product, I want to sell a certain service, I need to be regulated, meaning to say I, I need to get certain license so on and so forth, and it's quite tedious. And I, I chose not to do that because the risk is higher. Mm. Um, why e-commerce? Because uh, I felt e-commerce is something that has no boundaries. You are not restricted to, you know, a brick and mortar whereby only local clients can come to visit us. Mm. E-commerce, actually your boundaries is limitless. Um, if you want to sell to anybody in the world, if your products is shippable to any place in the world, those are your target audience. And, and straight away, you expand your audience from a 4.5 million or 5 million audience to like a few hundreds of millions. Anybody can be your client. That's why I start. I started choosing e-commerce, and even for e-commerce, my first audience wasn't local clients because I know that the market is very small in Singapore. So I start marketing to US and Australia, whereby they are very strong and very big on Instagram. My competitors back then for you know um, semi-precious stone beaded bracelet fashion accessories, they are very strong on Instagram, on Facebook, on social media. That's where they actually sell. That's also where I started to learn, but. Back to your question, e-commerce, I feel it is limitless if you sell. Mm. Um, that's why I chose that. Wow. And, and that, that, why, why do I ask you that question? Because a lot of, um, a lot of parents, especially mummies, they want to start a business, but they always start business that is very labor intensive that will consume their time. And sure. they are always service, servicing the local market. And it's like the local market is really small. We only have 5 million people here yes, and it's yes. very saturated. And a lot of things that they are doing is not new. And a lot of things that they do is very labor intensive that requires a lot of time. And I see that why you move into Instagram marketing or doing marketing for people is because you yourself as an e-commerce um, business owner, I would call it, that uh, you face challenges in marketing your, your, your own e-commerce business. And that's where you move into that. Basically, is to solve uh, your own problem first. Yes. And you realize, hey, this problem is what a lot Bigger of than, entrepreneurs, yeah. yes, a lot of people are, are facing. And this is where uh, in my book, Mother Industry, I talk about purpose. You have created a purpose. And I believe that after this purpose, you are passionate about helping others, uh, entrepreneurs or even startups uh, for them to market. And that's why you move into Instagram marketing. But... I, I'm really curious, like out of all the social media platform, why Instagram? Okay, um, okay. Social media platform, there are really a lot. So maybe just before I go into why, just to share a bit on uh, what you guys can do if let's say you're on social media, you want to market for a product. There are a few things that you have to note, take notice of. All social media, they are different for different market segments. Um, in Singapore, the largest segment will be on Facebook and then subsequently Instagram mm. and LinkedIn. LinkedIn is very much for B2B businesses. Pinterest is very good if you are trying to sell products that are DIY, handmade, um, cakes, recipes, fitness, so on and so forth for the US market because majority of the Pinterest um, are, if I can share with you the stats, over 90% of the Pinterest audience are actually female. So if you're selling anything female that's related to the US market, you should be on Pinterest. But why did I actually chose Facebook and Instagram? It may sound the same because they are by the same company, mm -hmm. but um, Instagram, the generic target audience is people from 18 to um, 34 to even 40 years old. But generically, they are this age group. 
So why did I choose Instagram? Because the fact is that um, a lot of businesses that we are helping, they always have the misconception that, oh, the, the, the crowd is too young on Instagram. Yes, the crowd is young. That's precisely you want to start targeting them. Because um, let's think of this. When you start a business, you always want to make sure that your business is longevity is as long as possible. Yep. So let's just take a look at the next 10 years. The people from the 18 years old, over the next 10 years, they will become 28. Hmm. That's I'm talking about extreme, but there are already people that's already within the 28 to the 34 age group, which already starts to have the spending power. So you have to start to build the presence on Instagram now so that you can tap on the younger audience because these are the people that's going to last you for the next 10 to 20 years. Hmm. Of course, having said that, we still cannot neglect the, the audience that are from 40 to 45 or 50 or 60 which predominantly they'll be on the Facebook arena. That's why we're also doing Facebook ads for clients. But Instagram, why I like it? Because it's full of energy. It's, that, it's a lot of fun. Um, when you create content, it doesn't feel like it's going to be a corporate thing. It can be fun. In fact, the more fun it is, the better you will get the audience. And the crowd is uh, obviously younger. And um, Instagram recently... In Singapore, we still do not have that yet. But Instagram, along the past two years, they have been rolling out um, product tagging, which mm. allow, allows you, if you're on Shopify or on BigCommerce, it allows you to actually um, tag your product onto a picture on Instagram. Um, it's not rolled out in Singapore or Asia. In Asia, there's only Japan and um, Korea so far. Um, but we, are, we believe that it's going to roll out soon. And once that is being rolled out, it's going to change the whole buying and selling arena. Because right now, imagine you go into Instagram, you see, uh, uh, let's say bracelet, because that's something I'm used to. Bracelet on a, um, a person's wrist, a very nice shot, and there's a product tag. Straight away, you can see the price. You like it, straight away, you can buy it through Instagram. It will lead it to your platform. So it's going to be very, very powerful. And because I started with e-commerce, there's a very close... Um, you know, I have very, very close feelings to e-commerce. <laughs> Thus, I feel that this is a platform. That's why we say the start of this topic is future of e-commerce because this is going to be the future of e-commerce. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally hyped up about that when when, uh, when when we met and you show me. In fact, I, I know that there are these product tagging, but I didn't see it in Singapore. Like, like now you have clarified that it's in Japan and Korea, is it? Yes. For now, for now it's... um. US definitely there is. Um, then um, uh, some parts of Europe, Australia, New Zealand. In Asia, there's only Japan and um, uh, Korea. So the reason why Instagram likes to do thing beta testing on bits and pieces. So yeah. they like to test a little bit and then see what's the response because before they launch out for everything. So this is part of their plan, I believe. But the key for now is um, only social shop people on Shopify, people on big commerce, and if you have a, a Facebook shop, then you are allowed to do this. And of course, mm. they will also verify the kind of products that you are selling. I mean, if you are selling, you know, you know, explicit or the kind of um, banned products, then maybe it will not get it. But if mm. you're selling regular products, you should be able to do it. So the key still now, they haven't launched it to any other platform yet, but only Shopify and big commerce. So if mm. you're starting, parents, moms, if you're starting, a business now, e-commerce, and you're thinking which platform to go, I think the easiest one will be Shopify for us now. Yep, yep. I myself, I'm using Shopify as well. <laughs> so use. Yep. Yeah, for me, me too. I'm also <laughs> starting my website using Shopify. So, and, and I remember I asked you this question, uh, which I find that is, is very um, real, uh, which is, since it's not here, why, are, why do we need to build out our Instagram? Um, we need to, okay, you see, the thing about it is a lot of people has misconception that, you know, once the product is, once it's, once it's ready, then I start building my base and so forth. But the thing is that your, your, your followers, your fan base, they don't come overnight. Yep. You need time to build them. You need time to engage with them before they will follow you and they will like your products, so on and so forth. And um, just to share a bit of basics, only your followers or people that sees the hashtag that you hashtag can see the post that you are posting. Mm. So if you have 100 followers and you don't use hashtag, presumably, only about less than 100 of, of the people can see your post because of Instagram's algorithm. They kept oh. the amount of exposure as well. So you have to start building now. And 
so that when this product or this product tagging is out straight away, you can already have a natural pool of audience whereby you can shout out to and say, you know what, you can buy it here straight away now. And you don't have to scurry and say, oh no, it's starting now. And then I have to start. My competitors, they have a 1,000 followers. I only have 500. What am I going to do? Mm. And you scurry to find and you're desperate. And the, the pitfall is most of the entrepreneurs, they'll say, oh no, you know what? Let's, let's for, for, for aesthetic purpose, let's just buy some fake followers and um, let's just use those first. But that's the thing. When you start buying fake followers for be it your Facebook, be it your Instagram, never, never do that. Why? Because when you start doing that, in future, when you want to run ads on your followers, mm. these are going to hit accounts that are going to, not, not going to engage back. And it's going to ramp up your cost of the ads. Yep. And you're going to start, start to see engagements not, not falling because these are fake accounts. They don't reply to you. So what I suggest is that you start growing now. Um, there's always many ways that we can help um, clients to grow their bases, expand their reach and so forth. But the thing is that you should always start growing now because we should always plan forward um, not waiting till the time comes, then we start to build our fort. We should mm. start building the fort first. So when it's ready, when the weapons are ready, we can go go and just start to sell. Yes. Wow. That that, <laughs> that is something that I really want want to want want to bring you onto the show and share it out with the audience because when when we start talking and we start sharing all this wisdom, and I would say this is more of a, the looking it in the bigger picture. Because a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners, they are looking at the micro, which is just instantly, just at that moment, or maybe the two, three months. And they always ask me, Kenneth, uh, how come my sales is not doing good? How come uh, I, whatever marketing I, I do is not doing good? Because like, like you touched on about building followers, the followers don't come overnight. And you need to put in a lot of work to engage them and to build organically. Because... Um, Social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, they are not dumb. Definitely, they will know that you are you are buying fake followers. Yep. And that's why they keep changing the algorithm. And now even for Facebook page and all that stuff, because they know that what you're doing. And and that's where they want genuine engagement. And they have this this system they can track, they can monitor, and they, they, they create this algorithm in order for real user. This is what what uh, the recent, uh, especially for 2018 this year. Mm. That's why they push it out. They want real engagement. So you cannot cannot just post it, okay, or thank you, and stuff like that. You need to have a lot of content. They will go into every single word to really see out whether it is by a genuine or by a bot, by a robot or a bot behind it. So this is very interesting. And and one thing that I would I would encourage a lot of entrepreneurs or for parents who are watching this, uh, even you're not building a business yet, doing a business, do start to build a following. Do the things that you are passionate about. Like what Noel said, followers don't come overnight. A lot of us, we think that influencers, uh, they build followers overnight. They don't build follow overnight. Some of them use years, but they keep doing it because they are doing things that they are passionate about. So uh, Noel, that was a very, very good insight for uh, with Instagram, with the product tagging. And to start building the followers now, build the following now, build the branding now. And um, eventually when this product tagging comes, um, we will be ready. That means we are preparing all the ammunition rather than waiting for things to happen when the product tagging comes here. If you are doing e-commerce and you're not ready for that, your followers are not in, that's it. Because the product tagging is so fast, so efficient. Um, that, that, that Noel has shared with me. I've, I've seen, uh, seen some demo on uh, YouTube that people have been share, sharing the, um, the product tagging. And if let's say any one of you are building any e-commerce, do consider Shopify and the other one is Noel? Big, big commerce, but uh, I think Shopify is more common. Hmm. Big commerce, I think, is for people that actually uses uh, WordPress. Yep. Um, then you have to probably get the big commerce plugin. But so far right now, these are the two that is available. Meaning to say the, the criteria is that these are the few criteria uh, if they have not changed. Um, it has either to come from Shopify or BigCommerce. Um, and if you are either on both, you have to have a Facebook shop, which is not difficult to do on Shopify. All you have to do is just build another channel. So once that is done, then uh, I think you can actually, uh, of course, your Instagram has to be a business account, uh, not a personal account. 
And then once that is done, you can actually um, apply via Instagram and tell them, you know what, I want to do product tagging. And then they will go through, put you through a review. Then um, if all things go well, normally within a week, you should be able to start tagging that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, that's a lot of information. Uh, very important, uh, crucial to a lot of um, parents or even entrepreneurs or mompreneurs that are watching and listening now. And um, now we, we can um, maybe go back to you and understand you uh, um, more about yourself and how you yourself as a dad to know. Mm. And like for you, what, what makes you want to leave a high paying job and set up your own business? Was it after you being uh, a father? Uh, yes, that was being after me a father. Uh, in fact, about three years after I became a father. Um, well, um, partly, partly because uh, I, I felt that, you know, I want to spend more time with uh, my children and I want to have more of a balance in my life. Um, but at the same time, I also felt that um, the, the, the world, the, the markets, most of, uh, the, if you look at the employment workforce in mm. most of the countries, especially Singapore, we are going through a, a change that is, um, you know, everybody's talking about digitization yeah. and honestly, when digitize, digitization really comes, um, a lot of jobs will be replaced. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I, I think that my job my previous job will be replaced, but I'm seeing a trend mm. and I felt that um, either it's going to get tougher, which is already getting tougher or sooner or later, um, you know, the, the, the real fact is that humans are going to be replaced for a certain mm. kind of job. Yeah. So I said, why not before we actually move to that stage, I come out and start doing myself. Similarly, is that, you know, you don't build an, a business overnight. You need yeah. time. So I do not want to face a scenario whereby when, you know, things happen, then I start and say, you know what, it's time for me to do it now. But I want to start before I see that happening. Mm. But along the way, of course, the perks are that you get more time, flexibility on time. And, uh, you know, I can get to spend more time with my children so and so forth and my family. But um, yeah, but I, I that, that, the, the thing that I want to say is that, you know, when you are employed, there are, there's always a box that you're always in. Mm. You always feel that, you know, I, there's so limited things that I can do because of my time so and so forth. But when you start to come out and become an entrepreneur or a business person like anybody, yeah. then you will realize that actually the opportunity is, it's everywhere. Yes. It's staring you. It's just whether do you want to spend that time to actually go and build that business? Do you, how well do you know? And anything is possible. You're not restricted by your knowledge because nobody says that you need to go through a marketing degree before <laughs> you can be a marketer because at the end of the day, the market is ever changing, especially in the digital space. Yeah. The algorithm is changing every two months or three months. You can go uh, three, three years degree and you come out and nothing is relevant. Yep. So when you're, you're a business person, well, if you do not really know what to do, then you get somebody else who know and you leverage on them and then you go into collaborations you know, you feed each other with information, you know, you help them do this, butter trade with the other thing. These are the things that you can do. So I feel, yeah, after coming up into, you know, the world is your oyster, you really, you know, you get more time on with your children. You you can do the things that you like. You can make money out of it. You feel more um, accomplished because, accomplished because this, you, you, you don't rely on a corporation or a company to give you the food on the table today this is out of what you know out of your knowledge out of your two hands that you create the food on your table and nobody can take that away from you yeah yeah I'm, i totally agree with you and totally resonate because i in fact i i started my business in 2015 which is also about three three years three, back four years ago yeah. and and i also i also see where you're coming from especially when you're in the job a lot of things are not under your control like your time is your boss's time, your time is the company's time, and your sometimes client's time. your client's time. If you're doing sales, your client's time, and your weekends are burned if you are your because your clients are free, especially as a banker. Yes. So and and during the work days, uh, sometimes your your superior may ask you to stay overnight to do OT overtime, and sometimes a lot of us brought back work back home. And do mm -hmm. you think that by bringing work back home, do you think that you have time with your children? Basically, you can't. 
and and every day is is just going through the motion and after a while you feel jaded like you mentioned you feel jaded after 10 12 years in 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 uh in corporate so that's where that's where for me it's, it's the same because for the past 10 years been working for people doesn't seem to work and a lot of time you feel that you can do more you can do more but you are always in that box and you mentioned about uh the world is the oyster because a lot of a lot of um people who are in the job they hear a lot of people who start their business oh the world is the oyster they don't they don't really get it until yeah. they are really out like for <laughs> me for me i don't really get it until i'm really out totally detached totally not thinking about getting a job or even can't get a job then you realize that as long as you keep your mind open everything is possible like like for you yeah. from a banker to 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 now a social media um business owner building something that you have no knowledge at all but as you say the world keep on changing the algorithm keep on changing and there's always way for us to pick up something from from scratch from the start because all you need to know because as an entrepreneur you just need to keep learning keep learning yes. new things because yes, there's yes, always yes. new things yes. and and I, I totally agree with you that whatever we study right is redundant it's not mm. applicable to the today's world because whatever we 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 learn in school i i think recently i i, I sent a message to a friend i say that in school they don't teach us how to feed our family all right they don't teach yeah. us how to feed our family they don't teach us how to um gather resources and network with people yeah. which is also the key Very thing when it, yeah and and we, without network a lot of times you will not be able to get assignment or get jobs or even get a business deal so these are things that is not taught in school all these yep. things you have to learn it from the ground so so this is this is something that 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 i want to share that, that you put it out a point that you are not we are not restricted with the things that we learn it's only that whether are we open to really learn something new that we are passionate about and and it's something that is in the future rather than looking at the current state and you mentioned yeah. about a lot of jobs will be replaced because there's with technology like artificial intelligence like you talk about uh financial services industry i met with someone who used to own um uh tele 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 call team telemarketers in philippines he used to own a thousand of them and now because of ai he cut away 700 yeah. because 700 of the uh, manpower right can be replaced with one just one ai robot that will do the basic inquiries yes and you 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 as a customer you don't really feel the difference only the tough part will be handled by the remaining 300 of them so imagine how much for a business owner how much he has saved by employing and he don't have problem with the hr the human resource um the labor labor loss and all that stuff all of that have been replaced by what by ai so this is something that is so real that is not happening in singapore but it's happening in in other philippines countries. other countries but it's coming over here if in singapore if you realize that when you do a, a call to the bank right who is answering your call it's a ai it's a robot yes. they just use voice recognition they are able yes. to take your take your command or instruction your yep. order yep. so basically it's so it's so real but a lot of us are not aware of it because uh for those who are in the job you are in the red race you keep on running and running you are not aware of whatever is happening in the world that in the matter of time when this tsunami i call it tsunami that comes over that's it you may not be able to be prepared for for the changes and what Noel say is before things happen, you just have to prep yourself. And also, I'm also very interested that, can you share the importance of um, doing an online business? Like, well, like having uh, uh, like Instagram uh, for your business, especially. Well, I, I think, um, okay, the, the, the gist of doing an online business is because once you start doing online, most of things can be automated, um, even your marketing. So we all know that uh, US, even in Singapore, marketing for digital marketing, the reason why a lot of companies are going on because everybody is trying to find the optimal funnel, the optimal marketing strategy. Um, there will be no holy grail for all businesses because every business is different. So when it comes to advertising and marketing, even your strategies are different. Mm. So 
companies to companies, your MVP, your, your, your unique selling point is different as well. So, but the thing is that there's a chance if you're doing an online business, there's a chance that you can find a holy grail within your own business whereby mm. an optimal funnel saying uh, a Facebook funnel that costs you least in terms of ROI gives you the best return. Mm. Instagram that gives you reach and you know referrals time and time again or businesses from there. And even if you, you are doing something aside from social media, for example, Google AdWords and so forth for your website that can actually give you business, it can become automated. Mm. So the thing is that once you have built a brand yourself where 50% is from automation of this uh, marketing and the rest is coming from the organic audience, mm. that's where you really have really free up more time because you don't really have to use, like I said, um, use labor or what kind of mentioned before labor to actually go and find where when the, the um you know the digital stuff actually have off certain problems. So having an online business it allows you to actually do that. And if you're so good like some of the businesses out there, they actually do an automation basis. Yeah. Even from delivering from clients if they are doing drop shipping for example, yep. orders are just basically going through the platform. All you have to do is just fulfill deliveries all handed automatically. There's very minimal human intervention mm. once you reach that stage and revenue still starts to come in you see and so social media uh, social uh, businesses or uh, online businesses i feel it's this is one thing because yeah. brick and mortar at the end of the day you still have to have not saying that brick and mortar is not important uh, at the end of the day you still have to have uh, a rental space you yeah. still have to have um, inventory to be there you still have people uh, sales assistant or sales staff to be there to actually, all these are costs to you, see. So, like, I think, I think Kenneth, or I share with Kenneth, or Kenneth share with me, or we, we, we heard of this somewhere before. Even Jack Ma says, Jack Ma says mm -hmm. that you have to be online first, yeah. then you go offline. Because online is a very cheap way for you to test your audience. Yeah. The audience that you feel are your market audience, if you have not done any tests to them, you may not know that probably they are not your audience, or maybe your content is not right. Yeah. There's no fit. And when there's no fit, the revenue starts to drop. Mm. So, but once you start to build a brand for yourself, you already have a natural pool of audience. That's where if you feel that you need to have more presence, um, if you're selling clothes yeah. or things that people need, need to touch and see and feel. Tangible, yeah. Yes, then you should go offline and start to have one or two pop-up spaces mm. whereby people not... They don't go there to buy, actually. Yeah. Of course, they go on, they, you, they can still go there to buy, but it is the purpose of it, setting it up is that people can actually go and try and if they like it, they can actually buy it online. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more of like a pop-up store whereby it's showcasing our product rather than selling, but of course, people can still go to buy. But yeah. rather than straight away spending money and hiring people, getting inventory and start up a shop when you don't even mm. know if this product is going to sell or if there's still interest in that kind of product that you're selling. So I still think so, uh, online business is very important. And like I mentioned in the very first part of the conversation, it brings you, it, it, clo it, it, it actually um, it bridges all the gaps, the overseas, the geolocation gaps, yeah. because now the product as, as can be sent, anybody out of Singapore can actually look at a product. And it is important because if you're still thinking of targeting the local audience, four to five million, mm -hmm. it is very small. In numbers, and not forgetting, there's so many businesses could, that could be possibly doing the same thing as you. By the sheer numbers, you're already losing out. Because why? In China, we have like, you know, billions of people. Yep. And in Singapore, it's millions. So we only need 0.1% or 0.01% of the audience there. You know, you'll make it already. But 0.01% in Singapore, you'll still be struggling. So... Yep. Online business allows you to bridge that gap and allows you to have semi-automation. And once that has happened, you free up more things on time and you can start to do your next business, something else. And then you, you keep building building your blueprint along the way. Yep, yep. I, so, I, I, I agree with you that um, if you want to do any business, especially for a parent, because rather than you training time for, for, for baby business, why not build a system and having an online uh, online business basically allows you to, to create a system. If yes. not, uh, there's always system out there or people that you can engage and outsource so that you can get the things done uh, yes. in a faster way 
rather than you figuring out spending a lot of money and waste a lot of money and realize that hey by the at the end of the day you want to engage a professional because you hit all the rocks you fell and you knocked the wall a lot of time you realize that you're bleeding and by the time you bleed you realize that a lot of your funds are being used up being yeah. wasted on testing in the wrong places as well at the wrong places definitely there will be be uh, places that that they may not give you the optimal um result but there's always a testing I, I would I would rather test on someone who has done the job, been there, done that in a faster way uh, to, to cut away my learning curve and really get everything started. And um, that's why um, I, I guess just now Noel also addressed that Instagram is not, although it's for youngsters, but it's, so you are also building a branding to them because for, for, the, for the young generation or for anyone to remember a brand, it takes a a period of time and they need to have that relationship with that brand like for mcdonald's since young we, we, we as children we love mcdonald's because it's it's a brand they keep marketing to us they keep yep. showing it to us that's why it's it's a brand that stick stick to us but do you have the marketing budget or advertising budget like mcdonald's to really put it out to you every time if you if you can't then you have to find various ways to really um, put your product or services in front of everyone, especially the attention span. And Noel was saying that um, for you to test out your product or your services, the online platform is the best platform for you to test out. And like what Jack Ma say, online platform is for you to test before you can do offline. And I, when you talk about that, I remember there's this online shop um, hobby, uh, Bonito or something Love Bonito, like Bonito. All right, Love Bonito. They started from online, then now yes. uh, they have some flagship, but like what you yes. say, they are just pop up store to really cater for those who want to feel and really test out. But ultimately, it's still an e commerce uh, yeah. shop, online shop. Yes, and since you brought that, uh, if you don't mind me saying, since you brought that, look at Love Bonito, they are starting their stores in Singapore, limited stores, yeah. but they are already starting to have pop up stores in KL and Malaysia. Mm. As a reason why proximity, because we are near, yeah. and and because um well maybe because of currency exchange and so forth, but mainly because the market audience there are bigger, yeah. the taste between Singaporeans and Malaysians are very much the same. Mm. So back to you, what you say, yes, they started off as a block shop, yeah. block shop meaning to say there's no system, not All even right. e-commerce. Yes. <laughs> you put your order in the command, yeah. I will then go and buy it, and then I'll send it to you. All right. You don't have designers in the past. Yeah. They they drop sort of what we call in terms of drop ship now. So yeah. they buy, but they are they are like pre-order sales. Mm. Then they move on to having their own e-commerce. And then I think one of the sisters knows to design, start designing so and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then right now they have their store. And honestly speaking, their store, they will never run out of clients because these people already know love bonito. Ladies, right. I'm sure most of them in Singapore they know. And people want to go there because they, they want to just, you know, it is like uh, uh, a dream come true like uh, you know I've been following this e-commerce shop for so long finally they already have a store correct which is honestly no big deal but you know <laughs> that's the hype and people start to go there yeah and it, so yeah it's like a brand that that finally appear in front of you like like a celebrity yeah, like you can, yes 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 that kind of status that you can actually you know like H&M come to Singapore but in H&M right. in Hong Kong it's like you know nobody <laughs> wants you know, it's there for so many years. Nobody used to patronize that. But in Hong Kong, it's so big. It's the, it's the perception at the end of the day. It's the perception yeah. that you have. So on social media, if everybody sees you everywhere and friends tell you, like tell your friends that, you know, there's this shop that's selling things up and coming. Their price is cheap. Their branding is, this is their shop and people come to you. The words get spread very easily. Yeah. And once you start appearing a few times, more times, people will start to remember you. Right. They may not be your clients. They may say, I, I may not need it. But when a friend says, you know what? I'm looking for this gadget. They say, hey, you know what? I saw online on Instagram. There's this shop selling yes. this gadget. Maybe you should take a look. It's all not right. through word of mouth at the start. But eventually, this is how you build your brand. Because every e-commerce, when I started e-commerce, every day, I up, the first thing is, where do I find traffic? Where do I have people to in the shop? These are the few questions. And you start to go and look for it. Social media is a very good space. It's free if you know how to use it or it's cheap. It's not as expensive as 
your mainstream media appearing on the news, appearing on newspaper, right. appearing on the radio, those cost you a lot of money. And for a lot of startups, those are a lot of money that you don't want to spend. You may be able to afford it, but you don't want to spend. But social media, for a month, you just spend a few hundreds of dollars or even lesser, you can actually get certain exposure. Yeah, yeah I totally totally uh, agree with you because I came from traditional media. I yeah. was I was selling TV airtime uh, to a lot of clients. And it, I, I totally, totally uh, can feel how startup and um, uh, young businesses, um, they're going to, they are not able to, invest in all that um, traditional media like TV or even newspaper like a full page ad will cost you 10,000 or maybe oh. a, just a magazine full page ad at A4 size will cost you 3,000 at least and that, these are a lot of money that for startup you can't, you can't be able to fork it out because your sales may not be that much also at the same time yes. and you are still testing on the testing um, yes uh, on, on the, still testing about your product or your minimal viable product and trying to get it out to the market and see if they are receiving and you do not want to invest so much and that's where that's where um like e-commerce is the best platform for you to kickstart uh, you don't have to find um like, like very confusing and today like with shopify platform like for me i built my website from there got, got it um all the payment get gateway ready because in the business easy. yeah it's, it has to be easy because Imagine that if you're still doing traditional business, yes. the method like some, some, some entrepreneur or some entrepreneurs, they are still using like uh, what you call it, the bank transfer uh, or mm. they're using PayLa, which is still a bit better, but yes. it's not professional enough. It's, you are not able to, every time you have to send that PayLa to, uh, yes. uh, to the client yep. or to the, uh, the customer, they may not be able to get it. But you can set up a payment gateway. They can, they can use a credit card and just seamlessly just connected and if you use Shopify basically the payment will go straight to your account because yeah, it's linked especially for Singapore so for those who are starting up um, an e-commerce or thought of setting up a website do consider Shopify and um, yeah so so this is just a platform because they are they are building office here in Singapore and uh, with the Shopee, uh, Shopify payment you are able to get a payment at a less I would say a lesser processing fee yeah, especially in Singapore, you can get the funds immediately. So, uh, and also time that really flies, I really want to um, yeah. get a lot of things from Noel, from his knowledge, from his wisdom about social media. And for those who are listening and watching, if you have any question about social media, uh, about Instagram or how to grow, if you want to reach out to Noel, uh, maybe Noel, you can share with us how can the audience get connected with you to maybe to find out more about our well, I'm, mo I'm mostly, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm mostly on Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, my webpage, but I'm very much on these two platforms. So you can always message me on Facebook or Instagram. My messenger is perpetually on because that's how I do business as well. I still answer queries through Facebook Messenger. Hmm. So these are the two places that you can actually find, find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp or my web web website. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. So I will include the links of uh, Noel's um, social media platform, the handles, uh, Facebook, Instagram. I will include in the uh, comment section. So uh, last but not least, before um, like, like we, we started off, there's a tradition. Yeah. Uh, every guest gets to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. And this question of the day can be anything revolving around sure. entrepreneurship, parenting, about life, or any burning question that you want to have maybe for your business. So, uh, Noel, are you ready with your question of the day? Sure, I am, I am, I am. Okay. My, my question is very short, but uh, I think that will make you think is <laughs> what motivates you every day? Wow. What <laughs> motivates you every day, is it? Yes. Okay. As an entrepreneur, as an employee, what motivates you every day? Because mm. that is your why. And that wow. is how you will decide whether what is the route that you want to go. Wow. Because every single day, I'm still asking me my, my question, the, the question to myself, what yeah. motivates me every day? All right. Yeah. And that, that, that is very important. Like the why, the stronger the why, um, the easier the how. Yeah. Yes. So this is something that I will share with my clients, especially for those who want to start any, uh, any company. So um, 
So the question of the day posted by Noel is, what motivates you every day? So for those who are listening and watching, um, this is a question of the day posted by Noel. You can post your answer in the comment section and share it with us, share it with me and Noel. And also last but not least, Noel, any last yes. advice for the mothers, the parents who's, who are sitting on the fence thinking whether they should step into entrepreneurship or they should pursue their passion. So what is your last advice for them? Okay, so for all mothers out there, stay-at-home moms or moms that want to be entrepreneur or if you are employed, the thing is that if you want to do something now, just do it because it is no longer like before whereby there's so much hurdles for you to start a business. Starting, starting a business nowadays is so simple, right? So yes, you have to get your business plans right, but the thing is that if you have a big, if you have a big dream and have a good business plan, if you don't execute it, it's just a dream. Like many of the people will say, you know, they classify as executioners and dreamers. So don't don't dream anymore. Just start, you know, start something. And one thing leads to another. Yeah. When you start something, if you have no idea what to do, start on the first passion that you have. That will lead you to the next passion and next passion and next passion. Nobody has an idea right straight from the bat and start doing that and became a millionaire. A lot of successful businesses, they started with something else. But yeah. along the way, they pivoted before because they found something along the way and they became successful. There's very rare case or very little chance that you will have one great idea started and straight away fly and become the next million or billionaire. If you have, congrats. But if you don't execute what your plans is, you will still be at where you are today. So if you're sitting on the fence, jump over the fence and start doing what you want to do. Wow, wow. You, you know what, Well, <laughs> Whatever you just shared, right, is something that I've been conversing with, with a friend uh, about, about execution. Because a lot of time we always say, oh, we want to be the next Facebook. Yeah. Oh, oh we have this we Facebook idea. We, want, we have this Uber idea. But hey, have you executed? In yeah. fact, the idea is not new. It's just that whether you have executed it and whether you execute it the, the best way ever than your competitors. So this is, yeah. um, this is something that I, I hope, and uh, this is a very good advice from Noel. And also, I, I just shared it with a friend who have a lot of ideas and he's telling me this and that, this and that. I say, bro, just do it. Oh, I have a, yeah. a lot of reasons. He's giving a lot of reasons. Yeah, you can justify for that that you need to do But are you doing it? It has been some days. Yes. Are you doing it? So basically, it's just execution because nothing beats execution. If not, you will become yeah. dreamers. So thanks yes. a lot, Noel, for uh, Thank sharing you so much, such Kenna. a good advice. And thanks for making Thank time. You so much, uh, yes, thanks a lot. You are welcome. And also thanks for those who are, uh, have been coming on live, who have been watching, and for those who are listening. Uh, thank you for um, being here with us. Uh, I, I have Noel to share a lot of, of, about social media and also Instagram and the future of uh, e-commerce. And really would love to bring him on for future episodes for him to share more of what he knows and really give out to a lot of entrepreneurs or uh, aspiring uh, mompreneurs or parents that they wanted to start a business. So uh, thanks a lot, Noel, for making time. And Thank thanks for those again. who are watching. Uh, Kenneth here signing off with Noel. Uh, thanks for watching. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. See you. Bye, Bye Noel. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.